0: Hey, this is Ralph D'Amato, the producer from Pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk video game story. And I'm just uh, here with Greg and Sam from We Podcast and We Know Things. Check them out. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 248 the five-year anniversary episode of we podcast and we know things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news my name is greg hall and alongside of me for the i don't know 239th ish time the be- actually now we have interviews like 275 the best damn voice be it <laughs> sam Mator.
1: and hey since it's been five years please no one spoil suicide squad for me i'm not singing it till saturday please
0: yeah i'm gonna watch it at least 24 hours before sam so if he's smart he'll block my number for a day just put me on do not disturb because i plan on sending him all the deaths everyone. Yeah.
1: i mean i i just you know i'm just going to try to avoid obviously twitter because that's gonna that's n- no place good to go and instagram you can, well you know, sh- you,
0: can, you know you can you can go and uh, mute certain words on twitter so they don't go up in your timeline so you can mute the words suicide squad okay that's gun, actually, i'll have to look into that okay and then and then nothing will show up even people you follow
1: and then I would have to go back in and cancel that or whatever?
0: Yeah, that takes minutes, though. All right. eh, that could be minutes that I don't need. I, I just won't go on Twitter. <laughs> no problem. Sam, Sam would rather not just do it while he's taking a shit. He'd rather just uh, not go on Twitter. Exa- th- 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 that's how easy it is. <laughs> while he's going on Twitter to mute those words, he gets spoiled. Exactly. Someone's actually like, yo, did
1: you see <laughs> him? He died? That's like, what no, would I admit happen. It.
0: You'll get spoiled on IG, not Twitter. That's what'll happen.
1: Oh, dude! Again, I'm gonna avoid social media. I'm gonna, be, you know, not gonna be on too much Friday. So that's all right.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen. Happy five years, buddy. Happy hey, five
1: years. Ha- hey, hell of a ride.
0: <laughs> not us, buddy. Not us. Oh my god, I can't. I can't thank everybody out there enough. Sam, I can't thank you enough. We've done. Oh, stop. We've done close to 300 episodes together. If you include all of our interviews, we have 330 ish total episodes published uh you know we had a little bit of a network thing a couple years ago with sean and ryan so like thanks to those dudes for keeping it going but for five years uh we got to do this pod and i said it on my personal social media if somebody had asked me do you plan on doing this show in five years from now i all i could say is i sure hope so because this is something that gets me through the week and i really appreciate it and i I love you so much and thanks for being an awesome co-host
1: no, and I and, and and I think you said it like it. You, it's something to look forward to. We're still in five years. We still look forward to every week. We still text and talk, and you know, like like we said, like I God knows how many podcasts ago, like you know, like it kind of brought like our our friendship a little bit closer. You know, we may have been a little bit further away, a little distant beforehand, and it kind of just knitted it back together. And you know, and you
0: already know that you're the best damn host. In the well, business. well, <clears throat> Sam and I, you know, inside baseball, Sam and I rarely go a day without talking. And now there will be times when he texts me at like seven in the morning, and I don't even get to answer him till like 830 at night. And then he it's almost like, what? What were we talking about again? But we're always there talking. I think we skipped a day talking while he was on vacation once. Like, we just always talking. Like you said, it brought our friendship a lot closer. We've known each other for 25 years. It's tough to maintain a pretty consistent friendship for that long. So having this to kind of keep us grounded and keep us together has has made me a happier guy. So uh, I I appreciate you. Now, the bad news (laughs) is we got two episodes left to a little bit of a vacation. You know, we're bringing you this high note stuff, but um, it's this week for sure, since we're obviously recording it. There is a percentage chance next week doesn't happen either. Uh, we're you know so, again, so, so, this could be the last one for a little bit this could be the last one so for for th- three weeks this could be the last one if not next week will be the last one for two weeks and so just you know again inside baseball we are at the very end of this pregnancy it could happen any day the plan you know would be to record this weekend next week and then take off until september so that we actually did the math it's we would miss two weeks of episodes and we would be back. I think it's the third of September. So, right in the beginning. So, we would only okay. take a couple weeks off. Last baby, we took six weeks off. This time, we're taking two. Uh, maybe again, maybe three. But I'm going to take the rest of August, uh, learn to love this new family of four. And, uh, you know, we'll be back stronger than ever. And it won't be a super long hiatus. But we just wanted to be upfront about that and let you all know we'll be gone for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. And ag- again, you know, you, you, I, so I think some time off will do me good. And obviously, you need time to be there for your family and you obviously be there for Ash. And the, the
0: cool things. thing is, we're going to come back to episode 250. I know, right? Like, well, you know, depending, cool. assuming we get 249. You're, anymore. you're, you know what? You're absolutely right. Knowing us uh by the yeah, time we're done a recording. Knock
1: a wood, hey will yeah. um, we'll get
0: there. <clears throat> if it goes according to plan, 249 will be our last week for two weeks off. Then we'll come back after a nice two week vacation with a big episode 250. We're gonna have a ton of stuff to talk about. Um and again, spoilers for Suicide Squad is gonna lead that conversation. off oh, you already know it's gonna be a bomb of an episode. So I cannot wait to do that. But we got a lot of talk to talk about tonight. You know, we've talked for five minutes. Let's get into the show. Everybody wants to talk about it. Um so let's talk about what we're gonna have conversations about tonight We're going to start with our picks of the week I'm very excited for mine uh, We have trivia, 9 for me, 8.5 for Sam I have. I think Sam's going to get a layup from me I think he's going to get it right without
1: and the answer I answers. think Greg even asked me this question Shout out to Shauna for help with the trivia question But <laughs> you may have asked you this like two years ago I don't know
0: <laughs> That's fine, we're going to start in movies We have the review from IGN for Free Guy uh, Looking forward to watching that, the Ryan Reynolds movie We have the new Venom trailer that dropped Let There Be Carnage, came out with its second trailer uh, much improved visuals. We'll talk all about that. I only watched it once, so I kind of yeah, forgot. I actually. meant to rewatch it, it, but I forgot. Same, same. So uh, we'll have that. We're getting another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, so we'll talk all about what that could be. We might have a casting for Blue Beetle and some Tony Hawk news, but in the movies, I'm excited to talk about that. We're going to AM- uh, TV where Amazon Prime gave us a release date for Lord of the Rings more than a year later out that's wild yeah
1: and it's like they just finished they just wrapped their first season and i'm just like i
0: still gotta i i I still gotta wait a while yeah some some shows have been renewed which we'll talk about sam will take over in gaming where i have impressions of two things um but we also have some free dlc and a delay that we saw coming a mile away sony didn't want to admit it but they finally dropped a a delay it's not so bad i thought it would actually be worse than it is so we'll talk about that but then The part that I am most excited to talk about all night is our top three. I love, I love when we do like random top threes that have nothing to do with the flow of the episode. And that's going to be tonight. Matt Damon, uh, one of my favorite actors, one of my favorite people was on Hot Ones this week. And I thought to myself, man, he would have been up there on my list of Hot Ones guests. So I said, Sam, would you mind doing top three like dream Hot Ones guests and we're in. So that's gonna be our top three tonight. Did, did, you, three watch the, uh, did you watch the uh did you watch the Matt Damon one? I so kind of uh Okay, so I, I can't I, even I've say
1: watched... what he said at the like the last word he said.
0: No, I yeah. I have about five minutes off of trying to watch it during lunch. I, I only have two days left. I'll to just work, go so. for myself. Yeah, I have two days left to work before uh, I go out, so I am, I'm slammed to the gills, if that even makes any sense at all. None. <laughs> None. So uh, in music, I have impressions for a new record, uh, Fight Club. I'm sorry, Flight Club, uh, Until the Sun Drowns. Thanks to our friends at Big Picture Media for sending that review copy over. I'll do that. And then Sam's going to return with his OG CGC spotlight. It has been oh, a I long been time, hockey, baby. It's been a long time coming, so definitely excited for that. And then we'll get on out of here. So a nice, short, succinct show, but a lot of stuff packed into it. Let's not waste any more time. Let's start where we customarily do with our picks of the week.
1: Pick of the week this week. I texted you, I believe I was like nine minutes into this movie, and I said, Greg, I'm already watching my pick of the week. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. It just dropped on Netflix. Baroni Kenshin, the beginning. And this is the fifth live-action movie and this was the prequel. This was something that does. You don't have to watch the first three to, to to understand this. Let me excuse me. Let me silence my phone. I apologize
0: about that. That's okay.
1: So th- this is the prequel. Um, the fourth one that came out. It has a little bit to do with this. So it, it does actually tie in quite a bit. But this is basically adapted from the 1999 Oviat "Trust and Betrayal" from Samurai X. This was before. Uh, Roni Ketchin had the cross-shaped scar. He was still the Matosai. So the beginning, I mean, the opening scene, I mean, our buddy Alex watched the opening scene and he's like, dude, that opening, I was like, I know, that's why I tell her, just watch the first eight minutes. If that doesn't get you in, I, I, not, nothing's going to. They, I, like I always say, they do action different over there. What they do, the speed he does, I mean, there was shit that I had to rewind that I, I couldn't even believe what I just saw. And this just you know, just just shows the story of kind of this uh, woman Tome who he meets kind of I don't want to spoil it too much but basically pulls him away from the Batosai and kind of that's when eventually he turns and gets the reverse blade sword and then he swears to never kill again. But uh, Kishi Otamo, he was the same director, the same scriptwriter of all five movies. This was, I guess, the last movie they had on the docket. Um, I know in the manga, they're on actually the final arc. So I don't know if their event may be going to do some type of animation season to finish that up and then do follow with another live action. Because I know these do well. They do well overseas. It made millions of dollars on every film. Every single one was well received. I haven't seen any like bad reviews about it. Um, but uh, what's his name? Takuro Sota as Himura Kenshin. I mean, I, I, I've i said this so many times. This is the best live action anime to date you know i know people say attack on titan but the, it doesn't even come close at the way he moves how he acts the sword fighting uh th- this one was more drama so it was like kind of different tone than what you got in the first three but i, I just thought it told this beautiful story and it really left roni kenshin like ending on a, even though it says the beginning it's really ending on a high note that th- th- these live action movies are on another level so if you have netflix check out roni kenshin the beginning
0: and I think we're getting a Yu Yu Hakusho live action coming to Netflix and a Pokemon. So it's going to have some competition. I mean, shit, I'm still waiting for the the animation of – didn't they say we were going to get like a movie of Hakusho? Uh, like a revival. They did it in Japan. It's out. You can actually watch it on YouTube. It's subbed. I watched it. it I mean, I'll, I'll
1: wait for Justin Cook because I need his voice as Yusuke. I'm actually uh, – me and Kelly are actually watching it now. And we're literally about to come up on uh, the Toguro fight. Uh the the tournament so like just watching everyone gin like that watching everything and and chew doing the 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 knife battle and oh everything was dude it's it's still it's still slaps still one of the best animations you haka show
0: that's awesome and have you ever watched the live action initial d movies i i think i did once i don't know if i ever finished it but I, i wanted to go back the movie's good it's not great it's good though I really liked it. This was. I should go it, back. It's subbed. I think they probably have a dub now on like Hulu or something, but I, I really enjoyed that. So if you're into live say, action, K-
1: uh, Roni Kenshin, you can watch it English dubbed or, you know, Japanese English subtitles.
0: Yeah. I think that's uh, the second Roni Kenshin live action you've had as a pick of the week. And recently oh. you had what? Dynasty Warriors, the movie or something like that? Samara? Oh, dude. I,
1: N- Netflix knows me. As soon as I saw <laughs> Kenshin, dude, I, I cleared my schedule. I was like, that, that's it. It just shadow dropped. And it just happened to be the very first day I happened. Let me turn on my PS4 and boom. PS4? Yeah, I rotate my PS4 and PS5. I don't always just you know use the PS5. I got to give to give
0: the old gal a rest. Wow. Hey, uh, PSA out there. Speaking of PS5, I didn't put it in the rundown. You, If you own a PS5, you don't even have to have PS Plus. If you own a PS5, you get six months of Apple TV Plus for free. And even if you're already a subscriber like myself, if you activate it, it will turn off payments for six months. So you still get the free piece of it. Um, You just have to turn on your PS5, go to the media hub, look for Apple TV Plus, download the trial, put in your iTunes stuff, and it'll either pause your payments for six months or give you a six month kickstart. This is your chance for all mankind. Ted Lasso, The Morning Show, C, they're all there. Um, and even the morning show and see have season two coming out next month. Ted Lasso season two right now, uh, trying another great show. It's one of the best services. Can't recommend it enough. That just, I want that jog my memory talking about PS five. I have been playing too much series S lately. Um, I have game passes. The worst possible thing that could have happened to my free time. I will tell you that right now. I believe <laughs> it's wild. My friend, it's wild. Uh, my pick of the week is music and it's a follow-up. They were my pick of the week recently for just dropping a single. And it was the first time I'd ever heard them. Now they're full length dropped. And it is so beyond my expectations that I just had to talk about it. And I'm talking about chunk. no, captain chunk they're back baby my second time being my pick of the week in like a month and a half two months i can't remember but their record gone are the good days are is out now full length fan freaking tastic no no review coverage no nothing this is my second or third favorite album of the year and i just need to talk about it 12 songs 45 minutes oh i love longer records very, very happy. It's it's just a bunch of guys from France making banging-ass music. They sing in English. Don't worry. You could barely tell he's French. 2021, like I said, it dropped July 30th. Uh, Fearless Records. Love Fearless Records. They have a ton of great artists. But it's a phenomenal record. It kicks your fucking ass almost all the way through. It holds up. I said their one song, Gone Are The Good Days, the titular track. I said that they sound like A Day To Remember Mixed with newfound glory, and I might have thought it was just that one song. No, good company. It, dude, and it holds. If you mix a data remembers music with newfound glory's vocals, you have this band with a little French accent. Um, mm. You have this band, and it sticks for that the whole way. It's a wonderful mix of really hard music with pop punk lyrics and, and singing, and I, that's like a great mix for me. It's fantastic driving music. That's where I'll okay. say I like if, that. If I'm doing the dishes and stuff, it might not be something I want to listen to because I'm headbanging it out while I'm doing the dishes. I don't want to cut myself. Uh, But if you're driving, really good driving music. So, again, Chunk, no. Captain Chunk is the name of the band. Gone Are the Good Days is the name of the record. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. You can buy it on Apple Music or anywhere you get your tunes. But, oh, my God, it's so good. And if you don't believe me, just listen to the first four tracks and you'll want to keep going. It's so there's a banger after banger after banger after banger. So that's my pick of the week. Gone are the good days. The new album from Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Sam, let's hit our trivia. Nine for me, eight and a half for you.
1: And like I said, uh, OK, let me just ask this. You money. <laughs> I I, I again I, I think you asked this, but let's see what animal is Arthur, that educational cartoon show on PBS. Aardvark. Correct. Did you uh, ask me that? No. So I, I brought it I was, you know, with Sean and I brought it up and I was like, yeah, I can't believe it's been 25 years. He goes, huh, she looks up, oh, he's an aardvark. And I was like, I would have never guessed that. And it seems everyone knows that, but but me and Sean.
0: Well, he's named Arthur the aardvark. Like they named him something I, with an A so it would work.
1: I mean, it, you know, it could have been armadillo. You know, <laughs> that was one of my trivia. But you know what an armadillo looks like. That's sure. Yeah, but I don't it. know what the fucking aardvark looks like. It's a ninety six. I know. I I guess it's just burned for. I hey. I watched the show, but I must have been burned for my mind because I didn't know that. So well, cheers it was an
0: easy layup. Cheers to Arthur for going off the air twenty-five years after uh, being in. Like that's a great run. So yeah. That it, it recently got canceled and or it's just leaving. So probably ratings are super down, and YouTube kids' shows are just taking yeah. over the world. But now it's 10 for me to eight and a half for Sam. I got to get it now or I'm screwed. I this got, is a I, race I to 11 here. Sam, if you get this right without answers, I we I'm guaranteed I cannot win next week cuz I'd only be up a point and a half. If you get it with answers, I could still win next yeah, week. So, what you got? I think you got this in the bag. What state in the United States is CGC based out of? CGC? Yeah. Florida. Yes. I,
1: I, just, I Make sure I didn't mix it up with WADA. I really had to contemplate that one. I figured you sent them <laughs> enough
0: shit that you've written Florida down.
1: dude. But it it's like, yo, I've said so much, I feel like them and WADA, it's like, okay, Florida, Colorado. Okay, okay, just make sure I'm saying the right one. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: Florida. I uh, I was hoping you would go California or Texas. They were my, two of my other options, but yeah, I, Florida. Were they in Cali? Sarasota, Florida. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: trying to think. They might have been based in Cali, then moved to Florida. I don't know if they always been in Florida,
0: but well, yeah. CGC has a bunch of like other smaller subsidiaries. Yeah. Under yeah. They could be based somewhere else, but the could main be. headquarters for CGC is Sarasota, Florida. Oh, my God. I picked the worst drink to accompany me. In this pie. I'm drinking a soda. Uh, why would I do that? A diet soda. But, like, why 840 would
1: at night. Tiss tiss tiss.
0: I need to stay up to edit. I'm tired of shit. It's the only reason I'm drinking it. It's not for Good the point. bubbles. <laughs> Good point. It's not for the bubbles. And if I was drinking coffee, I'd be in the shitter for two hours. Oh, and we would goodness. never get a show done. <laughs> Great, <laughs> so it's now 10 for me, nine and a half for Sam. I think that's the fastest you and I have ever gotten done trivia, and we both got oh, them right. No, dude, without that was answer. definitely a record 100%. <laughs> we both got them right without answers. So let's move on to the movie section where we have a review for Free Guy, the Ryan Reynolds video game movie. Uh, kind of, I mean, he's you know, the movie, movie
1: that's only been pushed back three times,
0: yeah, like longer than uh, Black Widow. Uh, free guy delivers a first hour that is outrageously entertaining stuff with gonzo action, goofy gags, star power, big ideas, and plenty of Easter eggs for and lovers. Take of- the dookie shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> and plenty of Easter eggs for lovers of movies and video games. However, in its second half, the joyful journey is derailed by a slog of side quests falling short of the potential setup. Still Ryan Reynolds delivers right. Huh? riotlessly rollicking do you really what? have no. to go with alliteration no. there that guy just, out just say hilarious fun in an eye-popping imaginative environment that treats gaming like the wonderland that it is what are you john mayer so even with this, it's Willy Wonka? <laughs> so even with its deeply wonky detour free guy is a wild ride worth the price of admission seven yes which okay. makes me extremely happy to see this movie i cannot wait I mean, I just don't like the first
1: hour was fantastic. And then it's just off the rail. I mean, you know, whatever. But I mean, I'm going to see this movie because I I fucking love Ryan Reynolds. I'm still waiting sure. for this. Give me the next Deadpool. Give me the what's the other movie coming on Netflix with The Rock and Gail Goodell. Like, I'm ready. Bring
0: yeah. it. Ryan Reynolds. Wait a minute. What? No, I'll wait. I'll wait till the end of the episode. If it doesn't get said by then, then I'll say it. I don't want to spoil something. All right. Uh, Free guy. That's great. I'm excited for it. You're excited for it. Not a theatrical watch for me. I was hoping it would do the Disney Plus premiere access. I think it's foregoing that just for theaters, Um, but it'll eventually come to Disney Plus. So I will just hold off and wait and watch it then. But I am really, really excited for this movie. I can't wait. Now, we did get a new trailer for Venom. Uh, What is it? venom what carnage now let there
1: be carnage thank you
0: venom let there be carnage we got a lot more carnage we got a lot better cg we got some uh, wacky banter between venom and and tom hardy what'd you think of this new trailer although you did again we said at the top we only watched it once each but still we i kind of remember it i mean the 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 one time i I remember why it it just it it just looked like marvel's corny stupid shit the red one and See, I thought it was Sony's dumb, stupid shit more than Marvel's. I think this is, I think Sony, I think Sony has Could their be a paws on this one. It, no, it is. But I mean, like, I think Sony kind of has their, their mitts on this one a little bit more than Marvel does. This isn't MCU canon. Yeah. So it's more Spider-Verse canon than anything.
1: I mean, I know it's, I I, I, I just think it's going to be just as, you know, odd as maybe the first one was just the same. Uh, obviously, I don't Woody- think the first one though. I mean, I, I didn't say it's I hated okay. it's the first. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. It, it's it's you know, Exactly. It's, you know, it's okay. It, it's there. It's like, well, I rewatch. I, I did actually rewatch it once. And I was like, oh. Uh. Same, same. I've seen and it. I just uh, like, I liked it maybe a little less.
0: Oh, okay. I was, I watched it once by myself and then actually wanted to watch it. So I rewatched it. It was more fun with her because she had never seen it. But yeah, I, I see your point. It's the same thing with Suicide Squad. It got worse the older it, it was. The yeah. As you watched it. I mean, <laughs> of course, I'm hyped to see Carnage. I I, I want to see him obviously... Is it rated? Or it's rated R, right? I think it's still thirteen. The first one was thirteen. It was supposed to be R, and we hated it because it was thirteen. I'll take a quick look. I'm, I'm
1: looking now, and I don't. I'm trying to. I don't see if it's PG thirteen or R. Uh,
0: it is.
1: Hmm. I literally don't see
0: it. I th- I'm I'm positive it's no. thirteen. Mm. Well, maybe it's not rated yet. Even though it comes, it out should be month.
1: rated though, bro. I'm looking. It's not. It's not in here.
0: Well, regardless, the first one was 13, so I would imagine it's 13. I mean, probably, but it's like it's. I don't know,
1: because Carnage is so like vicious. Like to me, like this has to be art. Just how Carn he just he's insane. I'm. I'm. I'm looking for like <laughs> we know Woody could pull off a, a kind of a wacky, crazy character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're happy that but with the whole wig thing, he looks so much better. You did say the CGI did look a little better, but you know, I did. Little, I did. The banter, I I, 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 I again, I, I think even with Marvel movies, it's it's usually hit or miss, and for me lately with even Sony or Marvel, it's it's been a little bit of a miss. I don't know if I'm getting you know superhero fatigued or just if it's just too much comedy. I, 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 I don't know. They haven't
0: rated it yet. That's why, I'm I have, I have coming out in September. They better hurry up, huh? I, I don't know if it matters.
1: People that are going to see it are going to see it. Or, or see if they could do maybe two cuts, have like a rated R screening and a PG-13 screening.
0: I don't know. They could do like a Deadpool thing and go R theatrically and PG-13 on and Blu-ray or flip it PG-13 theatrically. Yeah. And then when it comes out on Blu-ray, it's got the director's cut and it's R. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, though. I mean, this is a movie that if you're going to see it, you're going to see it. And if you're not, you're not. There's going to be a subsect of people that saw the first one and they'll say, well, fuck it. I'm going to watch it just because I saw the first one and you're also going to have those people that are like, "Oh, Carnage, I love Carnage," Yeah. even though the first one sucked. So, like it, to to me it doesn't matter the rating cuz if you're going to see it, you're going to see it. I mean, Woody Harrelson, he looks a lot better than he even did in the first trailer, a lot better than yeah. he did at the end credit scene of Venom. Uh the first one. I think Carnage looks good. I t- I said it before though, that my main problem with him is, yes, he's red, but you can't really tell cuz the movie's so fucking dark. Dark. Yeah. And he looks black with like little tints of red. Make him that vibrant, bloody red that stands out like the game cartridges—the SNES and the Genesis cart that his games came out on. Like Maximum Carnage, those games are awesome, and they yeah. had red cards. Like let's 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 really celebrate this because in the first one you had Venom versus uh, what was it, Riot or Ran- I can't remember the other the other symbiote, and it was like black on right, gray. Yeah. And so, like yeah. you, you can tell who was who until the venom suit came up and you saw their actual faces, and that's that was a cheap way to get around that. But like now you have this where if you're in a dark room, it's really difficult to tell them apart. And so yeah. that's what I wish. I wish they really dug into this red because it's funny. Venom's funny as hell. Like that, you know. I promise you can eat every person here. Oh, really? You promise? Let's fucking go. Like, I can't yeah, that was
1: like the red one scene. Like, I I know that basically shows that we're gonna see Shriek. Yeah, so I think there was like two scenes in there. There, I, mean, I know the, I guess the origin of Carnage is a little bit different. This one it shows that he's he, he bites just, him, and still... then that's how he gets. Which right I wish symbiote. they
0: didn't show that in the trailer. Boy. Yeah,
1: again, it's it's one of like ah, I kind of wish I didn't see it, but I was all right, whatever. That's what they want to go with. What? Hey, I'm maybe not going to say
0: a, maybe it's a misdirect. Maybe
1: no, there's no way.
0: I don't know because Thor's eye patch. There's well, always the
1: chance. Well, I mean the way that they had it set up, like he bites him. Next thing you know, he's. Fucking laying down, his eyes turn red. Then he becomes carnage. Like the just the way the trailer flowed, it just looks like. But that's also
0: clever editing. I'm not saying that it is. Like I'm not saying that you know it is a swerve. But there's still a possibility. I mean, you can edit something to make it however you
1: want. Like we always said, regardless, we're going to see this movie. Um, I'm again, I'm I'm just going to keep my expectations. So I'm not going to go and expecting like that. I'm going to be you know blown away by just kind of keep it keel and hopefully that it surprises me. And you know, again, I know Tom Hardy's. Signed for another film. So assuming it does good, we're going to get a sequel.
0: You know, just keep keep in mind, folks, that this is not going to be one of the movies that Sam and I do, you know, impressions of the week after and then a spoiler cast the week after that, because this is not a movie that's driving me to a theater to see it. And that's the way you can watch it. Um, if they drop it on demand early and you know, I can rent it for 24 hours for 20 bucks or something like that on cable, I'll do that. Um, you know, if it starts to flop or whatever, I mean, we're seeing movies get pulled so fast from theaters and get put on demand, uh, these days that I could totally see a world where that happens, but I would not expect that seven to 10 day window post-release for us to be able to like talk about it. you might, and that's great. I'd love to hear your opinion of it, but don't expect us to have a long banter about it. Cause I do not plan on seeing it until it's accessible in my home. Simple as that.
1: Yeah. So I'll give you a spoiler free impression. So you do plan
0: on seeing this in theaters.
1: I'm, it is, you know, again, as long as the price is right, I, I know for Suicide Squad, I think it was, well, I think it was like 15 or 16 bucks because we're seeing but it in IMAX. Max, but, yeah. Go. And like I say, that, that, and it's, the, there is no early screenings. It's the yeah. earliest they had was 4 p.m.,
0: which is a wonderful time to see a movie. You go, no, out- it,
1: it is. But I, again, I, I like to kind of get in there early, get it you know, get out. But, you know, for, I, I I have to see Suicide Squad in theaters. That's, you know, what James Gunn, like, I want everyone to see this on the big screen and and, and I want to see it on the big screen. And then, after, I assume, I'll watch it again on HBO Max.
0: There you go. Yeah, I plan on watching it on HBO Max either tonight when we're done recording, but definitely tomorrow after work. Ashley uh, and I are going to watch it together, and I'm very, very excited. And
1: uh, for, for everyone there, there are two end
0: credit scenes. Yes, there you go. Um, all right, moving on. Per deadline, we're getting yet another new live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Dare I say, turtle fatigue coming in here. Uh, And we haven't even gotten these projects. We got a new game. We got Seth uh, Rogan's animated project. Now we have this new one written by the Duplass brothers. Um, Do you think this will be another reboot? Or do you think they're going to use those Michael Bay live action turtles that we've seen before?
1: And I I was literally going to like basically send the same thing back to you between both. Is it going to be Bay? Are we going to get Stephen Mel back as Casey Jones? Bay, from
0: what I heard, is a producer. The producer,
1: uh, I mean, if he's attached, it kind of makes sense that it, it, it's similar. Maybe they could tweak the turtles a little bit. Um, I, I don't know about uh, Stephen Amell because you know if Heels gets picked up, you know, I know it's going to take a while to shoot season two and whatever he's doing else in between that. But again, I'll I, I'll take any any more they give for turtles just because I know their their comics have been taking a huge rise. Their first print been selling for crazy money. And, you know, it only makes sense that they're seeing that the comics are moving. Why not strike while they're on side? You got the the cartoon going. Why not do another live action movie? Man, maybe the first eh, they made a little bit of money. I think the first one, but the second one, I think it fell a little short. They just got to, you know, find that magic again.
0: I um so I don't anticipate this movie for two years plus. So I think heels will either be on season three or done by then. Because uh, I can see a world where heels doesn't do great in the ratings. I mean, even Glow on Netflix, which is Netflix, kind of fell off after three and got canceled. Heels is on Stars. Stars well, wasn't is- that
1: kind of due to COVID though. Then like COVID happened, like during like the first episode that they were doing the, the one season, they were like, "Ah, screw it."
0: I I don't remember. It could have been, but still, the- it was on its way out the door anyway. It was halfway out the to pasture, and we had the we had the shotgun but we didn't just shoot it. It kind of just went out on its own, but heels Damn. is on star stars. Isn't really attached to anything. I think it's either Hulu or Amazon star shit comes to, uh, they have like a little bit of a partnership, but like stars, you still have to have cable and purchase yeah. stars. Luckily I have it so I can watch it, but like it's not super accessible, but at the getting back to the turtles, I think fatigue could happen if they all release really quickly. But I think the game, is within the next eight months. The, the animated project, probably late 2022, and this 23. And if there are three different types of Turtle projects, I, I think I'll be okay, especially this Turtles game looks so good. The animated one, you know, it's going to be hit or miss. Probably end up on Netflix or Paramount Plus, actually. And then um yeah, definitely Paramount Plus. They're owned by yeah. Nickelodeon and Viacom. And so then you have this live action, which, again, I could see maybe a Paramount Plus movie, so like straight to Paramount Plus, Or, you know, theatrical. We'll see. I don't love and I don't hate those Michael Bay live action turtles. I'm totally fine with them. But I think you made the best point is maybe we don't go one for one. Maybe we just tweak them a little bit. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'd be okay with it. It it, it, it makes perfect sense though, right? If it had nothing to do with Bay, I'm like, okay, they're probably going to go with something completely different. But with him attached, it makes sense to just kind of keep what we have and let's fix it a little bit. Kind of no, like we,
0: what, what James Gunn did. You know, it'd be nice as if they just go with whatever design the Seth Rogen cartoon does. That'd be awesome. I mean no, that's that's that can't happen unless yeah, they're working yeah. together, but uh who knows? I, I'm excited for this, but at the same time, um it's pretty far off. And the uh the Duplass brothers or no, is it the no, it's the Jost brothers. I'm sorry the jost brothers not the duplos brothers the Duplass brothers doing a story in two. it's the josts the colin jost from saturday night live and his younger brother so my bad uh colin jost was doing like a wwe spot for a while he was completely horrible um he's unfunny on saturday night live so like that to me is not a great sign that it's the josts doing the yeah. writing for this but we'll see i mean it's turtles it's a it's a kid friendly fun thing you know what i want to do is go back and watch that second live action one again I, I like that one with Bebop and Rocksteady, Seamus, and uh, who the hell was
1: Bebop? I'm, I'm probably due for a rewatch on both, to be honest.
0: The first one I've seen quite a bit. I think we've... I've only seen them both once. In really? theaters. Yeah, I, I think that was when Ashley and I first started dating. <clears throat> that was our get drunk in 2 um, and 2 oh, a.m. movie. And then nice. anytime we had the kids over, the nephews and the nieces, that's what they wanted to watch. So we've probably watched it. No, it, make, it makes sense. It's been at least 10 times, but the second one, only two or three times. It's been at least five years, so I'm psyched. I want to watch that again. Zolo Maradona has, is in talks to star as Jamie Reyes. Could be Jaime Reyes. I'm not a Blue Beetle comic book fan, so I apologize. As the titular main character for the Blue Beetle HBO Max exclusive film, if you don't know who Zolo is, he plays Miguel Diaz, uh, the main kid in um, Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai. So, so, Sam, what do you think of this uh, casting decision potentially.
1: I mean, in the comics, I read him as Jamie Reyes myself. Um, I, yeah, I think it's
0: probably Jamie. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think this is actually great casting. Um, Jamie Reyes is actually the third character to become the Blue Beetle. The first one was Dan Garrett. He was introduced in 1939. And then you had uh, Ted Cord. It, it was funny. the um, Dan Garrett's character, he fought crime when he ingested a vitamin times two pill that's what got him powers then and then ted cord in 1966 came he was the second the difference between jamie and them he actually has like an alien scarab attached to his back and it kind of just that they work together and this could be interesting I'm, I'm really looking forward to this this could introduce booster gold because i know in, in the one comic line kind of booster gold basically like helps mentor him a little bit with with a little bit of ted cord also of course but um, I would say this show is potential and, and this kid, he shined in, in Cobra Kai. And I, I think this could be a, a big hit for the, you know, his career.
0: Yeah. I think he started off Rocky in the beginning half of season one of, of Cobra Kai, but I think he's come around. So I'm, I'm excited for it too. I think it's one of the best possible casting season up and coming. Um, you know, Young, you know, Hispanic Yeah, he hasn't actor. been in many things at all. Yeah, he's a young up and coming Hispanic actor. He's, you know, obviously he's in a wonderfully popular Netflix Netflix product that we'll be seeing this December season four of Cobra Kai. So, I mean, there's a lot to love about the casting. HBO Max makes a lot of sense. It's a really low. I guess it's almost low risk, high reward. Uh, for him, if you if it sucks, okay, it's just buried on HBO Max. But there's a really big potential here to grow, and then boom, now you're a hit on HBO Max. That's how streaming works. So many things get released. Oh, yeah, and, and, and
1: once I saw, you know, the how many freaking plays that Justice League had, and they're seeing all the replays and each version, and it only makes sense to keep pushing DC, keep expanding other characters, stop just you know rinse, wash, repeat of Superman, Batman. There's other characters in the DC universe.
0: Well, I like what HBO Max is doing by sending their smaller characters to the small screen, but giving them feature films like Blue Beetle, Batgirl. They're going to go to HBO Max. Disney has the same platform, but you saw Black Widow. Black Widow would have been a perfect Disney Plus only film. Now, granted, the lawsuits and this, that, and the other, but I mean from Jump Street. If it was just made for Disney Plus, I think it would have gotten a much better reception and these smaller characters. Hell, if if Disney Plus was around a decade ago, maybe Ant-Man would have been a great Disney Plus movie because Ant-Man is probably the... You know, Maybe even Doctor Strange are kind of like the black sheep of the Marvel Universe, although I loved the first Ant-Man, the second one, which was not my cup of tea. I think this is a good opportunity for Disney to maybe take uh, a page out of this and look at our smaller characters that maybe aren't the MCU. Maybe they're doing their own thing. Now, they're doing that with TV shows. I understand that, but that's Loki. That's (laughs) Falcon. These are all the people that are in the Avengers movies. These are people we know and love. And they're, by the way, being cast by their main MCU film counterparts. Like, there's the same people. So, if you told me a story about I don't know, you know, we know what we're doing now. They're giving us Moon Knight and shit like that. So this is actually they're just doing it in TV. So I'll give them credit for that. That's fine. Good. HBO Max doing sh- movies. They'll do She-Hulk and Miss Marvel and uh, Moon Knight and all that stuff. So that's that's actually fine. I take back my you can just we could just move on. Uh, t- Tony Hawk. <laughs> I'll just gonna let you go, bro. Tony Hawk is getting a feature length documentary from the Duplos Brothers That's where they came in. Sorry, I misread my rundown. Mark Duplass from The League, from The Morning Show, from the movies Creep and Creep 2, amongst other things. He's awesome. Now he gets to do this project of a Tony Hawk documentary. It's nothing we haven't seen before, but I'm excited to see the spin, maybe a 900 spin, they do on this.
1: Yeah, nice. And, you know, again, Tony Hawk's one of the GOATs, greatest of, you know, the skaters that basically kept it alive for, what, since the 80s, 90s, touring the freaking world. Yeah. And I, I, I'm definitely going to see it because, you know, whether, you know, he, he wasn't our favorite skater, but we always watched and appreciated what he did.
0: Oh, yeah. He's arguably the most influential skateboarder of all time. Probably is. Yeah. Nigel Houston, probably the greatest of all time. Um, I think Uto is getting there. But, uh, oh, Uto
1: he, he he is one of the so, smoothest skaters I've ever seen.
0: He's so unbelievably gifted on a skateboard that he might be. Better than Nija and Nija is unbelievable. I
1: oh, and, and Nyjah's sick too. He, he's yeah. a beast.
0: But Tony is the godfather, basically, of skateboarding. I know that the Gons and all that come before. Even if him. the kid hit the what the the ten eighty. What
1: what? And it was like a twelve year old kid hit like into ten eighty
0: yeah. on a super. Yeah, on a mega, on a mega. But yeah, still. I mean, who it's, you know? It was he's twice so years many old. times. I, like, I would have threw up. 12 years old did a 1080 like that's insane yeah. tony was in his tw- late yeah, and, and 20s tony, or
1: 30s tony got the hug i'm like that had to be such an awesome moment for him
0: yeah i actually missed that one on ig i think you tagged me in it that's the only reason i saw it i totally missed that story oh wow i'm yeah. glad i tagged you. so if you're interested in tony hawk or me, skateboarding in general
1: it's look at the tony hawk to
0: documentary hey if you're even looking for a skating documentary that's tony hawk related Check out Pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk video game story. That documentary was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we had the the uh, producer <clears throat> excuse me, on the podcast for an interview. So uh, I'm really sorry. I'm like losing my voice but gaining it at the same time. So check out that interview. Um, we did it, I don't know, about a year ago. So check that one out. Um, so let's move on to TV. Amazon has dropped the release date for the Lord of the Rings series. It will debut September 2nd. 2022
1: yeah that that was it, it was tough to take no one, like i saw the like hey they just finished filming the first season
0: yeah i saw september 2nd and i was like holy shit and then i was like wait a minute
1: there's a oh there's two more twos in here oh <laughs> shit you know, one of the funniest parts was it says a second season was formally ordered in november
0: 2019
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like okay we're getting eight episodes in the first season eight episodes in the second hopefully this pays off for amazon because they, i know they threw probably over 300 plus million towards the show so i mean it's gonna be on if you have if you're amazon prime you have it. it it's it's on amazon hopefully soon one more year i i am actually really excited for this show i am not going to lie
0: Dude I it, I cannot wait a, to dive back
1: into this world all
0: it does is give me a year to finally watch these fucking movies dude uh, I, I'm I telling you Greg done you, you should
1: really done. watch the Hobbit first like I me that and I, have no I wish I could like blank my mind and re- like and then start with the Hobbit and then go with Lord of the Rings like I'll honestly watch the
0: Hobbit when you get a switch <laughs> there it is. I will sit down and I will watch the Hobbit and I will show you proof that I'm watching all of them. That As soon as you get a Switch. There right, is.
1: If, if anyone has a Switch, just <laughs> send it to me.
0: I Thanks. want the receipt with your last four-credit card on it.
1: Oh <laughs> if, someone, if someone wants to gift it to me, my birthday was in April. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs>
0: I will watch all three Hobbits if Sam gets I switch.
1: just need it for a day. Greg don't need to.
0: <laughs> moving on, Disney has confirmed that what if will be canon in the MCU. Uh, real quick, though. Do you have any uh, any expectation at all of what this show is going to be about? Is it going to carry from the movies or is it going to be dude, a completely all different the story? The thing
1: like? I know they just said it was based on the novel Lord of the Rings by Tolkien. That's all I know. Yeah. I don't know any characters in it. I'm looking at the cast. I don't recognize a damn name. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I I am just so pumped because I loved Lord of the Rings. The, uh, two Towers, still, to me, the best one they ever made. Is that the, the Hobbit, second one? Yeah, the second one. The Hobbit's trilogy was good, but following Lord of the Rings, it could not. How about
0: That's this? That's why I'm,
1: even though even though the Hobbit happened before Lord of the Rings, you should, even though, like, movie-wise, but, like, in timeline-wise... Watch The Hobbit first, then Lord of the Rings.
0: How about this? Ready? Lord of the Rings. Let's see. What do we got? I have them all on Blu ray, but. Yeah, Fellowship uh, of the
1: Ring, Two Towers, Return of the King. Yeah. And that's just go. memory. I don't need Ex- no, nothing.
0: Extended edition, free. What do we got? I have it. It's free on. I have HBO Max, they're on HBO Max.
1: Perfect. I don't even have to give you my Blu-rays. Perfect. No, I
0: have the Blu-rays of all three extended. They're just buried in my garage from the move that I'll never get. Down.
1: Again, just sit down, dedicate three hours for each movie. You'll be fine.
0: And then that's that's nine hours. Double that for the Hobbit movies. Now you're at twenty hours on the Hobbits.
1: The Hobbits were a little bit shorter.
0: Okay, eighteen hours. My bad. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a long fucking time. That's a a season of the O.C. But you'll see The Hobbit
1: like, okay, it was good. Then you'll see Lord of the Rings like, wow, this is what everyone's been talking about.
0: Wow. I'm never going to watch The Hobbits, though, because I won't watch them first. I'll watch Lord of the Rings first. Our boy from Spartacus is in it. There you go. It doesn't matter. Uh, And then then I'll watch the Hobbit movies. Oh, nice. When you get a Switch. I mean that, too. I will watch all three of them. And I'm serious, guys. I only need it for a day just to show them. So uh, once it happens, we'll do it. That's right. Moving on. Disney has confirmed that What If will be canon in the MCU. Um, is it time for me to skip an MCU show? I don't know.
1: Again, it's, you're well documented. You're not an animated animation
0: guy. And now it's going to be a bunch of fucking crazy shit. And it's just like, it's canon? Really? It's going to be canon?
1: Uh, I, I mean, you know, they're going to try to do something. That they're going to continue and add new characters because he did say that there's going to be what nine episodes in the first season. It yeah. is part of Phase Four. There's already a second season, nine episodes in development, so it's not going anywhere. I know Chadwick Bozeman's going to be voicing. I believe that it was four episodes. Four
0: episodes of T'Challa, oh,
1: and it, 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 it's just going to be a what do they call that? Like a ho- hog splash or hogwash or something of like a. Just of, of of every of different storytellings. of of again you don't like it but time travel I'm sure is going to be a huge part of this show and you know I this probably one isn't for you to be honest
0: I loved Hogsplosh that was my favorite thing ever I would have just accepted mishmash at that point <laughs> uh, I I love it no I I don't know if I care like I was already kind of still sour on Loki to the point where I'm like D- do yeah. I just fucking skip it and then just I'll watch a, a screen crush video of like a complete recap. Like Yo, that's where and, I think I'm he at. Is so he
1: is so good on the recaps. He
0: is. So like why won't I just do that? You know, if I just goo if I just YouTube uh, MCU phase four recap, it'll get me on up through everything and I'll be fine. I just don't see a need for me to watch this. Why put myself in a position to watch something I don't want to just because we have a podcast? Like you'll t- you'll watch it. I trust your opinion. You'll watch it. You'll yeah. give the people what they need to know. Yeah. Simple as that. I, I just I'm not here for this one, man. And I mean, I'll watch I, the first episode. Don't get me wrong. No matter what, because I might love it. But oh, know. one thing I don't like is uh, Drax. They didn't get. They didn't ask Batista to do the voice. So he says, and James Gunn kind of was like, "Whoa, what's going yeah, on?" Yeah, he, he said like, "What?" Like he didn't know. Like I don't know. That's kind of messed up. I feel like Drax is a big enough character to, you know. Yeah, and or- <laughs> Sam, that costs money. <laughs> when you have a budget, you got to figure out where you want it to go. Do you want it to put it into the special effects or to get Dave Batista? you put that in the special effects and you find somebody else that kind of sounds like him. He doesn't do Drax for the the, the Guardians game. Uh, you know, I don't think it I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know, think I'd getting Dave Batista for this show matters to me. I don't know. That's coming from somebody who stopped watching Pokemon when Victoria stopped doing Ash. So like voice cast is definitely important, yeah. but like for a side character like Drax, I don't think it really matters. I don't know, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll turn it on and Drax's voice ca- actor was just horrible. And it's just like, whoa, <laughs> I would have loved Dave here. I hope but I hate him. Your point stands of they didn't even ask him. I get it, but uh, that is a shit thing, especially for somebody who literally gave performances of his career to drag he is phenomenal in the role. It's just like they had a budget, they figured out where to allocate those funds. I have no problem with that. Dude, I'm sure he would have did that shit for free. I don't think so. That's a business decision. It's is what it is. Hey, maybe they could have worked something out, but you know, and that sucks that they didn't approach him. And that's what Dave says, maybe maybe they went to his agent and it just never got past that i i don't know i'm glad i don't have to make those decisions but you know bad batch will be renewed that's nice sam is still watching it he came on to the show and said it's very mediocre uh, yeah, maybe it's, not even again, good
1: I, I i think to to really love that love the show you have to watch of you know like the clone wars and rebels you got to watch all that because i i know i'm missing so many easter eggs but i'm watching it and like i'm i'm enjoying it for what it is um 14 episodes were out so far. The first season was sixteen episodes, so two more, one tomorrow. And again, you already said it already renewed for a second season, premiere twenty twenty two, and I know I'm I'm still here.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it is fine. It's just not a show I have any interest. I tried. I got six minutes in. And it's another, like you're not an animation yeah. guy but the, the end story is like animation but I know you love it. I never ever 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 turned it back on. And don't get me wrong, This Simpsons family guy South Park some of my favorite shows of all time. I do love animated shows that get me where I need to go, but it, it takes I mean Yu Yu is maybe a top 5 show for me ever. Like I love Yu Yu and Initial D and all this. It's just yeah, like, I still
1: tear up watching it, man. There's some moments, but that music—it hits. It still slaps.
0: And so, like, it's just, it just—it takes a lot. And I think it's more CG animation than hand drawn, which is where What If might actually bring me in because it is hand drawn. At least it really looks hand drawn, and I like that CG animation. Let me be more specific. Really pisses me off. Like, I—I have a two-year-old. Every fucking thing on YouTube is in CG. Every Nickelodeon show now, every Disney Junior show—it's all CG. Nothing's hand drawn anymore because it takes more work. CG is just easier fuck man i'm now i'm getting now i'm getting to places i want cg in my video games that's where i want my cg not when i'm watching something so maybe i'll i'll enjoy what if but bad batch is cg i don't i don't care plus i have no interest in watching clone wars or rebels or anything like i'll leave that to sean and for you like that's cool i'm good with that uh this is a major story and it's actually part video games part movies and part tv but Majority of it is it's well known for being a TV show. So we put it in here. South Park has been renewed until season 30, which will take place in 2027. So we are six years off. That's multiple seasons. And Matt Stone and Trey Parker will now make 14, 14 South Park movies for Paramount Plus and a new video game in a $900 million deal.
1: 900 million (laughs) dollars
0: no dude like that that is
1: a crazy deal like you said i I, like we said like we talked a little bit before air like hey these guys are like half the age of the creators of macroning of of simpsons like south park can live out anything and go forever it's again they flip these episodes in like week in like a week it's amazing
0: Well, you know what South Park has an advantage of over, let's say, Simpsons and Futurama and Family Guy and all this stuff is South Park A has two very successful video games already, both RPGs, Stick of Truth and Fractured But Whole, Stick of Truth being the more popular. But uh, I mean, like they have two very successful games, so that keeps it relevant that look just like the show. Futurama's game sucked. The Simpsons game, decent at best. Simpsons movie was a flop. South Park stick or er, uh, longer, bigger, uncut still holds up as a pseudo musical, funny ass thing. So, and also, you know, you look at those those Futurama movies that were made all ex- I think seven of them, like crazy. How many Futurama? Like Bender's Big Score and and all that, uh, or Big Game. I can't remember. That's what this will be. Those it'll be sixty to eighty minutes. They're not going to be full feature, ninety to two hour length things. It'll be you know you'll get two of them a year, and it'll completely wear out the franchise, but. That's fine. The weird thing for me is they're on Paramount Plus now because this has been on HBO Max. HBO Max has, ex- has given and gotten the, the exclusive streaming rights to the show. I wonder if that will continue. And this is just separate. But they did say it would be renewed for season 30. And now maybe Paramount Plus is going to be the new home for South Park and uh, and all its future content for the next six years plus. That's pretty nuts.
1: Yeah. No, it, it really is. And it, growing up, like, I, I watched South Park, but I wasn't, like, the like the I always I say you were like the more fan of South Park to me. Again, uh, I, I, I you, you you were the die. I I don't know, for some. I just stuck with Family Guy and Futurama. They were just the two I I didn't like to go out my circle. But I, I can appreciate what the shows done. Definitely watched it now when I got older, and it, it's it's some funny shit. And I just can't believe 2027. twenty twenty seven, fourteen movies oh, minimum. Wow.
0: 900 million. Dollars. I
1: mean, if, if you want to see some Matt Stone and Trey Parker in live action, go watch Basketball, one of the funniest movies. I think
0: Basketball day. holds up. It does. I, Joey,
1: Joey Diaz, one of his first movie roles, and yeah. that he's one of the referees.
0: Yeah, squeak, quipping a little bitch. I am not a little bitch. Pulls yeah, some out the drawer. Of, but you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like it's, you guys ragging me 12 or 13 more times. I'm out of here. <laughs> Dude, it's great. It still holds up. Classic. I love it. it is. Now,
1: let me take it over in gaming. We'll start out. We got some impressions we got to start with the big one. Let's see what Greg thought of the new Pokemon Snap DLC.
0: It's more new Pokemon Snap.
1: (laughs) I mean, again, I figured more of the same. It's more more of the same. Pictures, hopefully some new Pokemon.
0: 20. Yeah. So that's actually not a bad number when there's only there's 214 in the base game. So now you add 10% more of that, you know, 20 new ones. Um, So that's fine. They added three courses. So but it is more new Pokemon Snap. Like they're added to the story mode. So it doesn't add any new features. It uh, doesn't add any new... Well, it does some QLL, uh, like, does some quality of life stuff. I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. But it doesn't add, like, a new mode or anything like that. It just gives you three courses, 20 new Pokemon, which is substantial for a free update, which is awesome. Um, the courses are cool. I wish there was a little bit of a visual differential. It's, like, just more river and more uh, desert, volcano, and, the like we've seen that before, but they do harken back to the original snap on 64. My favorite part of snap 64 is getting that magic carp over the rock into the, into the waterfall. And then Gyarados pops out, you know, it's not the exact, it's not the exact same, but they definitely, uh, they, they kind of bring that back. So Gyarados is a part of this and there are a ton of magic carp to get him to come. So they, it's different, but the outcome is, is very similar. So I love that. The big seller for me on this one was the third course, uh, you go to an existing course called Florio Day Park. It's the, or, or Nature Park. It's the first level of the game. And once you go past a certain tree with an opening in it, you can actually look at that tree, hold X, and it'll give you a divergent path. And that path shrinks you down to the size of like your thumb. And you go into the tree. And when you go down to that path into the tree, you see Pokemon that are giant, like a wormple. Like think of a Caterpie that's the size of King Kong. It's nuts, but you're just a super. So, like, Talk I'm thinking like their,
1: Vmax or some shit
0: it, it, or Gigantamax. It's, it's even bigger. Like, think about like that kind of perspective of taking photos of a giant Metapod just up in your shit. It's pretty cool. That's that's the big seller for me. Um, what I like about these courses is they each have a day and a night mode and multiple levels, so you can actually go through these time and time and time again. You could probably get three hours maybe if you really try your hardest because every Pokemon, remember, all twenty Pokemon, you have to get four stars. So four different photos that's 80 freaking pictures new pictures to take so like it's substantial for free um i've played each course twice uh and and kind of gone through all that so like it's more new pokemon snap if you like new pokemon snap you'll like the dlc what i like about it is a it's free and b it got me back to playing a game i haven't picked up since may which is really nice. I love that, you know, it still has some legs. So here are the quality of life stuff outside of just the new Pokemon. Uh, when you go to retry a level after you complete it, you'll now get to select the research level again so you don't have to exit out the course, pick the course again, pick your level again, go back in. That's just a way to speed that up. You now have the ability to go directly to your camp without having your photos assessed, which will save you quite a nice amount of time because getting your photos assessed by the professor, wonderful. Uh, if you achieve a Len Talk mission with one of your photos, they'll get flagged. People have been complaining about that since launch. You have no idea if you even got a photo. Again, if you own the game and you play it, this all makes sense to you. Uh, and then you can now directly save images onto your Switch, uh, which is nice directly from the photo editing options. So there are some quality of life stuff. It's just it's more new Pokemon Snap. It'll add a few hours. I recommend at least playing down to the shrink. The shrunken path, because it's really cool to look at a Dodrio like, literally pecking you in the face. It's giant. It's, it's pretty neat. Other than that, if you didn't like the base, you're not going to like this one. If you love the base, you're going to love this DLC. If it's free, it's for me. Let's rock and roll.
1: And another thing I know you're going to love, Mario's Golf Super Rush's first free update dropped today out of
0: nowhere. And it didn't hit till like 6 at night, so I haven't got a chance to play it yet. It added... Quite a few things for free. I didn't expect all of this so fast. The game came out June 25th. It's already, uh, by the way, new Pokemon Snap sold over 2 million copies already. And Super Rush uh, already sold, I think, 1.34. The Switch just passed 90 million past the PS3. So it's going to be 100 by the year end.
1: And the Xbox 360, let's be fair.
0: uh, Well, it, it already passed that last time.
1: I know. I just wanted to throw Xbox in there.
0: Well, I did. I said that last time when it passed. <laughs> I wanted to remind time. people, God damn it. <laughs> last quarter. Uh, the new mode is ranked matches. You'll get that. But you also get a new character, Toadette, which is cool. You get a new course, New Donk City, which is from Super Mario Odyssey. So that's really nice. You get a full course there and some new improved motion controls. So that's nice. But here's the thing. Super Rush is probably my most disappointing game of the year so far. Um, It's not not the worst. It might end up on my worst list at the end of the year, just strictly because it's disappointing. It was just so bare bones that the second I got done the story mode, I haven't picked it up since even to play around a golf because I don't love the golf mechanics. So what's going to keep me coming back to this game are the updates with free characters, free new courses. The six courses are kind of boring. You play them once and you kind of play them again. What I loved about Toadstool Tour and the N64 one, the, the courses felt varied and difficult, and there were obstacles and things in the way. This is more annoying than than difficult. It's it's annoying when there's a bridge that you have to hit it under, but then you hit the bridge. It's annoying when you have to hit it up a cliff, but you hit the cliff. It's all really annoying. So the game has been kind of underwhelming and and the story was fine, but the you know, I was expecting just more. So this is nice to get me back. But uh, Super Rush, man, I it, I played it again today. Like I played a half a round. I couldn't even finish 18 holes because I was bored. So I was Shame. like trying to get back into it to remember the controls for when the update drops. So, again, if you like it, you'll love this. And it's free content. Nintendo doesn't really often do that. So it's nice they did it twice in a week. Um, But like Super Rush isn't my favorite. <laughs> it's probably my least favorite Mario Golf game. And they, that, that sucks Shame. to say that yeah
1: now let's get your impressions on trigger Witch.
0: trigger Witch is fucking fun man uh sorry for cursing sorry east asia soft this game was provided to us by our friends at east asia soft a great publisher they they you know we've partnered with them for lily Mo games colin moriarty's company with Habroxia and twin breaker and stuff like that so whenever they you know have a game coming out that that i'm interested in they're always f- uh, kind enough to pass along the review code and trigger Witch is another one um Trigger witch is, is you're a witch, but instead of using magic, you use guns, (laughs) say that, you know, you could say that three times fast and it's pretty wild stuff. And it's set in this really beautiful, like link to the past overworld. I love it so much from that perspective. And, you know, it's got a full fledged story mode. You're going around trying to get yourself into this. Uh, I guess we'll call it a private club. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name. You can even think of it as a coven uh, of witches who then protect the realm. And it's wonderful. Your mom is like the headmaster and shit. And your friends are there <gasps> to cheer you on. It's wild. And it's a really difficult twin stick shooter that gets hard as shit by the end of the game. It's not going to cost your arm and a leg. I think it's like 15 bucks. It's not going to be over in an hour. You get a really nice chunk of gameplay out of it. And I think it's a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of twin stick shooters. Enter the Gungeon. Um, you know, a lot of them. I, I just truly like them. Even something like Heavy Weapon on the Xbox 360. I just enjoy a twin stick shooter. Hell, even something like Habroxia, albeit a shmup. It's kind of a twin stick shmup. So this is another game. That I just really, really, really love. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, uh, all available now. So definitely, definitely recommend it. Again, $15. Uh, it, there, there are um, limited physical editions for the PS5 and the Switch coming. They're available for pre-order through uh, PlayAsia. Remember PlayAsia when we were kids? I do. I do. That's where I got my uh, initial D Japanese import. Oh, yeah. Initial D2. Um, but yeah, so I'll read really quick about trigger, Witch f- straight from the developer, um, trigger, Witch is a stylized 2d twin stick action game from the creators of reverie set in an odd open world where magic is outdated and firearms are the new way of life. Players assume the role of Colette, a pers- uh, prospective graduate from the stock. There it is. The Academy for Witchcraft and Triggery. After a mysterious man invades her realm, events are set in motion that turn Colette's life upside down, casting her as the sole heroine with enough firepower to restore peace. The shotgun plays really well, by the way. Uh, you got to go to a factory and kill a dragon and then the dragon's not there. And uh, it's it's just wild stuff. I really enjoy it. Trigger Witch, I played on the, on the Switch because, of course, I do. Uh, that's... All indie games should be played on the Switch. But yeah, it's available on whatever console you own. It's there. a GameCube. Uh, But yeah, Trigger, Witch is a lot of fun. Again, thanks to our friends at East Asia Soft for sending that along. And before
1: I end the gaming section on a downer, breaking (laughs) news per IGN. Should be no surprise. Warner Brothers President Walter Hamada says that the Suicide Squad director James Gunn will, quote, be back. And they say, quote, have more stuff planned. End quote. So that's good to see that. Obviously, well received Suicide Squad. That hopefully DC will get, you know, the next crazy story from James Gunn.
0: Could be a Suicide Squad sequel. Could be even more. He's really good with large ensembles. But it's funny
1: because I know he said, you know, after this, he's, you know, finishing Peacemaker. Then he's jumping right into Guardians. I know after that, he probably, I know he said he wanted a break, but knowing DC, they're going to be like, hey, James, come on. Let's go. No Mm.
0: breaks. Let's go. Unless Peacemaker gets season two, though.
1: Which you can. Yeah, or, again, so you never know what's going to be you know, happening with James Gunn, but I thought that was a good story. Now to end the gaming section on a bad note, Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed until at least quarter one, 2022.
0: We're making 2021. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're aiming for it. We might. We hope to. We all knew you weren't. Just say it. That's why we didn't get a release date during that yeah. state of play um unfortunately yeah quarter 1 2022 so not very long uh you know it's it's q1 but remember q1 2022 it depends on if it's fiscal or calendar fiscal could be summer because q4 tends to end in march uh in the gaming world because that's the way fiscal years work in in the gaming world so i'd be interested to see if it's q1 fiscal or q1 calendar if it's q1 calendar then we'll get it between january and march I would imagine this is March. That's what I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I would think so too.
0: And that'll be the March game. Get us through E3. Ragnarok will be the holiday game. Holiday 2022. 2022 will be a banger year for PlayStation. It's going to be a banger year for everybody. Let's just call it what it is for all three companies. It's going to be great. It's funny though. The first horizon zero Dawn released a week before breath of the wild. And now it's sequel is going to come out the same year as breath of the wild too. It's just, funny how that stuff works and they're semi similar games so uh we kind of knew this was going to happen but it's and it's not a game for either one of us so this delay isn't going to hit us very hard um but still if so facto fine take your time you know that's usually our our thoughts on delays um i don't want to delay any longer though i've been so excited for this top three all eight hours ago, <laughs> thought about it. Um, I'm no, but but, but it's, it's, it's a fun top three. I'm, I'm pumped on this. And if you want to drop us your top three dream hot ones guests, please do DM us, tweet at us, write it on our Facebook timeline, whatever you feel necessary. Email us. We podcast and we know things at gmail.com. Uh, give us your top three. Sam, let's get into it. Our top three dream hot ones guests.
1: Again, it, this was tough. I, I have a little bit of theme here, but my number three, I went with Sylvester Stallone. Kind of figured you would. I, I mean, I, it's just you know, I, I don't know, being a guy. I don't know if it's just I'm, I'm an Italian guy. You know, Rocky played Italian guy in South Philly. You know, whatever. But you know, it's a, a, a guy that I started watching since Rocky. I've seen him in from Rocky to Rambo to freaking Ants to to Guardian shit, and Assassins. Like I, I watched this guy through my my entire life, and I just think he would be. An awesome guy to just hear some stories with. Here was run through his mind because Sean, Sean Evans, the host of Hot Ones, always asks some of the best questions I, I, I've ever, you know, seen while eating hot wings at some of the sauce. Obviously, you know the bomb is like. They said it tastes like gasoline.
0: It's but number I, eight, too. They give you two more after that.
1: Yeah. So I, I would just think it would be like, again, kind of what well, he does his art. You always see on IG just to kind of see everything he does and his facets and, you know, his friends and expendables and anything he wanted to talk about. I would just soak that up like a sponge.
0: If you go listen to any of our interviews from 2019 or 20, I started to like really adapt Sean Evans' interview style. That's how I ask questions. You can hear a lot of Sean Evans in it. Plus, like I do the arm swing with the finger point. Yeah, you probably, yeah. You can probably hear me doing it right now. Uh, you know, right here, camera one, camera two. Tell us what you got going on yeah. in your life. You know, that's a how I decline. That's how I've f- started to phrase my interviewing. Is just because Sean Evans just such he's the best in the business, in my opinion, of, of being an interviewer. He's great, and so like,
1: and, and under that pressure, and then the one with uh, Matt Damon just now, he didn't take one sip of water. I, and you know champ.
0: what? I appreciate uh, somebody who – I know he's got a team that helps him with the research, but I, I I take a lot of pride in all the research I do for our interviews. And so same with him, man. The, the, I love it when people are like, man, that was impressive that you know that. That was yeah. always just cool to me. It's very inspiring as an interviewer. Uh, my number three is Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh,
1: nice. And Can you and, and
0: I'd imagine there'd be a good
1: shot of him just being – they had Tom Segura, Diaz, Kreischer, Bill Burr.
0: It uh, was a good yeah. shot. Yeah, that's, a, I think all, th- no, no I think two of mine are realistic. Uh I mean, shit, I never thought Gordon Ramsay would have been realistic, but he was.
1: Uh, dude, honestly, I think everyone's, like, I, I think Sebastian's fair game. I just don't know, like, he would take that hot, hot sauce.
0: Pete Holmes was on there. Bit, but Sebastian is doing a cooking show now, kind of on Discovery, where he goes around and eats food. So, like, it kind of fits. I wouldn't be shocked if to promote that show, which I think is on Discovery Plus, which, man, that's going to need some help. Uh, I think that that's a pretty good like, way move. to get the word. It's an eating show. It's an eating interview. It's yeah. a perfect way for you to segue into yeah. your show and kind of market it. Fuck it, dude. I wouldn't be shocked if we see him, but the stories that he could tell if he eats something hot and then says like, then uses that Sebastian voice that we both love and die yeah. for during scum, his- come. I think I would just be all in on a 25, 30 minute interview with Sebastian eating some hot wings. Give me, give me all of that.
1: Yeah, I would do. I've watched that in a minute. My number two, I went with Ryan Reynolds.
0: That's so earlier when I said, uh, I don't want to spoil anything in case it's on your list. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, would you put Ryan Reynolds on there? So good for you. I mean, I,
1: again, another guy that I watched forever. I, I think he's absolutely hilarious. I think, again, I think him and Sean would have a great relationship and he could, you know, perfect way to, you know, bring up free guy or the next movie he's doing red notice. Maybe he'll do something with that or should even Deadpool three, but I, I like him. Should I watched him since two guys, a girl and a pizza place? Him and Nathan Fillion, all of them freaking years ago, and I, I just again, I, I just think he would be. I, I consider Ryan Reynolds like the Paul Rudd episode. I, I think that like it would be that funny.
0: Wow, I like Ryan Reynolds, and I, I wish that he would go on there too. Didn't make my list, but I'm really glad he's, he's on. He's got yours. the personality for it. Really glad he's on yours. This my number two is my unrealistic one. Zero chance it happens. Zero expectations that it ever will. And I'm probably. You know, one of the only folks that you know, at least, that would ask for this guy. But my God, would I love to see Reggie fils uh the, oh, former, wow. the former president of Nintendo of America, uh, in the hot seat. Oh, my God. If Sean Evans says, Reggie. Where's Mother Three? Oh my God. And that's he's all you like, wanted
1: for. You just wanted for the Mother Three smoke.
0: And he's on the bomb and he's like, Gotta tell us the story of why Nintendo hasn't localized it yet while eating the spiciest sauce on the planet. Oh my that's- God. I would love it just to hear the back alley stories. My favorite thing about movies is the damn uh, extras. Like, I love when they do the yeah. commentaries and stuff Same. like that. So, like, to be that's how I think Hot Ones is. It's like learning about the commentaries of all these favorite famous people. I would absolutely love it. If Reggie Fizeme got into that seat and I heard about, you know, how he rose so meteorically so fast and the story even behind Mother. Maybe 3 he says where- I hate Pikachu. Maybe, <laughs> but he also says he loves Smash Brothers and like my body is ready and all these funny things. And he's so good on Twitter now and he's a motivational speaker. He was on the board for GameStop. Like there's a lot to this man that I think could come out with some hot sauce. So give me Reggie Fizeme
1: oh, I love that. My number one is John Cena. In the peacemaker costume, because as you—it's a, you, a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. As, as you know, if you see him, he walks the street. Go, he picks up his coffee in his costume. He went to the Suicide Squad premiere in costume. Everyone else is dressed in their best, their business suits, dresses. He's in his peacemaker costume. I, John Cena is—he's just a likable guy. He's been in the wrestling business for years, so all the trivia that Sean can ask him with that. I mean, that, that alone, I, I I think's worth the price of admission there, but just to hear how he got his rise from that to getting his first, what the WWE movie, uh, the Marine to where he is now with Peacemaker to starring in suicide squad to spinning it off into his own TV show. I, I think he would be hilarious to see him wearing that, that toilet helmet, the costume and just sweating his ass off eating wings.
0: <laughs> I'm very happy and also kind of surprised that my number one isn't on your list somewhere. Uh, My number one is The Rock
1: The Rock, hey, that, that would be solid
0: That uh, would be good too Some of my favorite episodes are Stone Cold Jericho, Sasha yep. Banks, The Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah. You know, I love those episodes because again, I love the innards of the business. I might not watch wrestling so much anymore, but I'm always fascinated by the business. And so you have The Rock, who is the height of the business, and maybe even more popular than Stone Cold in the business. If if there was a 1A and 1B, those guys were in. You
1: know, I was going to say it's there's if there was ever one to top him, it, it would be The Rock.
0: And so like you have, you know. That aspect, but then the ch- the change to movies, and then coming back, and now doing Black Adam. I think that would be a wonderful promotion for that. So, like, this is Just bring up, bring up, promote
1: everything. Bring up your t- uh, Taramana Tequila. Bring in your freaking ZOA Energy Drink. Perfect.
0: I think that's a realistic guess, though. I mean, like, it yeah. would cost them an arm and a leg, and the whole season's budget might be dedicated to getting Dwayne the Rock Johnson on there. But the man eats like a sum bitch. So, like
1: it's it's a possibility saw his
0: <laughs> yeah, right yeah he's got like 43 pancakes and that's just his appetizer so i i think it's a possibility i think i'll hold out hope but if they can get ramsey uh you know and stone cold and stuff like that i think the i think all our guests it,
1: all our guests there's a possibility
0: there's you know what if you have a dream in your heart anything can happen i don't know uh but i would love it the stories he could tell if he does like even if he says this is the people's chicken wing, I'll pop like a son of a bitch. So I'm, I'm all about that. I he does is
1: Hit you with the eyebrow and that's it. Oh,
0: when it's hot and spicy, he just goes, oh, what the? If yeah, he like, says what, a what, curse what word.
1: Shaq, when Shaq like put in his tongue, he's like, Who?
0: <laughs> Somebody just sent me that. Uh, oh, a YouTuber, a really popular Pokemon YouTuber put out, give me your hottest Pokemon take, like your most unpopular Pokemon opinion. I want to use them in a video. And I w- luckily saw it really quick and I was one of the first to respond and I said that what I, I said mine, and he responded to it with like, oh, that's a spicy one. And he used that GIF and it was really funny. He's gonna use it all. Did on you his say episode. Charizard? No. I said that uh Experience Share is the best quality of life improvement Pokemon's ever made because I don't I don't have time to grind. Absolutely. I'll Give on. me give me experience share all day. Yeah, uh, I remember before like and then you used to say like oh i like to grind i was like fuck you i'm using chairs <laughs> um yeah i think i think pre-marriage I, you and kids yeah, yeah you used to grind i was like nah because i, need, I was a chair. sucker i was a sucker for the nostalgia and like even now when i play red and blue i i can beat them real quick because i just use cadabra and King, and i just and snorlax and i just run the gamut through that with my starter that does it's kind of boring but you don't really have to grind i can do them with level 39 because they're just the best pokemon in the game yeah but like Dude, Sword and Shield was great because I never had to grind a second. They just all leveled up with me. I was like, fuck yeah. Now, somebody did reply and said, hey, what if you could turn it off or on? I said, perfect. We've met in the middle. I'm happy. And Twitter got along for a night. It was wonderful to see. Uh, But yeah, anyway, moving on. uh, I do have one piece of impressions before we end it with our OGCGC spotlight of the week. And this is a review of Flight Club's record Until the Sun Drowns. My favorite thing about Flight Club. And, you know, they are on Open Your Ears Records, which, by the way, are the, are the uh, label for our friends, House and Home, our interview from last year. We love those dudes. Pat came on the show, one of our last interviews, but I think it was during the pandemic. Um, but Flight Club, love this record. And my favorite thing about them is I love the comp. I love the comp. You heard it earlier. Chunk, no Captain Chunk. A Day to Remember meets New Glory. Flight Club, no, no comp. I love that. Uh, it's my favorite thing when I hear a band and I'm like, you know what? They don't remind me of anyone. That's great news. I actually had that with house and home. They never reminded me of anyone and they just make good music. This album, uh, let's see 11 songs, 34 minutes. It is called until the sun drowns. My favorite song on the record. It actually is dust bunny, which I believe was their first or second single. And I usually try to find that song that hidden gem on there. um, that I kind of can can say, you know, what? this is a track you need to listen to. But Dust Bunny has shown through; it has risen like a phoenix from the ashes to be my favorite song in this record. My favorite song title on the record is Two Tongues. Shout out to Chris Connolly and Max Bemis. Uh, Two Tongues, R.I.P. I was supposed to see them, and they yeah, fucking canceled I, that show. I remember they
1: canceled on Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I
0: was so mad. I was so freaking mad. Uh, but anyway, it's an awesome record. Sam, I think you'd you'd actually like this band a lot. Uh, again, 11 songs. Open your ears records. 35 minutes. So from my two recommendations alone, you can listen to Chunk No Captain Chunk and Flight Club just on the way down the shore. If you're in the tri-state area, why not? There's one mm. trip down the shore. You've got all your entertainment covered. Uh, other songs I recommend are Adolescence, Good Company, and Patterns, The Ending Track. I think it's a wonderful ending track a really popular song they have is i've been kicked out of better homes than this that song rocks too Uh, i mean you can't really go wrong and again they don't have a comp and i love that so much so again if you have 35 free minutes check out flight club's new record until the sun drowns thank you again to our friends at big picture media and open your ears records for sending that one along sam end us out here with your og cgc spotlight of the week
1: and cgc spotlight is back and before i even start Huge shout out to my boy Dom, Dominator Comics, just Dom Unader Understore Comics on IG for hooking me up with this beautiful grail—a a word that is used way too much to make in, in collectibles. You always hear grail, when it's like, ah, well, there's seventeen thousand copies out there. It's like it's not really a grail, is it? When it's just you can just go on eBay and search it and get it. So this is now my oldest comic book in my collection. This is More Fun Comics 55. This is the first appearance of Dr. Fate.
0: Oh, Kent Nelson,
1: Kent Nelson. First appearance of Wotan and Inza. And we actually asked uh, CGC to see if they can note something. So what I always do, and I told Dom to do it like word for word. He's like, Sam, I did exactly like you said it. And so when you print out your invoice, I'm like, I would say I'm like, maybe like 12 for 14 of getting CGC to know things. And I asked, I told him the handwrite, can they please note the fourth appearance of the specter? Because the Spectre's first appearance is more fun comics 52. And he appeared in every issue. So so they always note, they note Iron Man's fourth appearance. So I figured they would, they note the specter's and they did Um, the covers detached. So that's like the note under underneath the, uh, the date where it says DC comics came out in May, 1940. That's the oldest freaking thing is. This is a 2-0, off white to white pages, Jerry Siegel and Gardner Fox stories, Bernard Bailey and Howard Sherman art, and a Bernard Bailey cover. This is, I, I still cannot believe that it's it's in my collection. I, I still remember when, I believe, I think Dom got this from Yaniv, and I, I remember he got it, and I held it, and I was like, Dom, if you ever decide to part with it, let me know, see if there's anything I can do. And I think it was like sometime, it might have been last year, he hit me up and we were able to work agreement out to some type of payment plan. And he hooked me up, gave me a great deal. Um, obviously, it's great. You know, before we get to see Dr. Fate in the um, Black Adam movie with The Rock. Again, I, there's to show you how rare this is, there is only 28 copies on the census. There's only 28 blue labels that are graded right now. There are 20 graded higher than mine, so even that like kind of blows my mind. The highest graded is nine four. There are two nine fours on the census. There's actually one one nine four right now on Comic Connect, that's the auction starts in three days and fourteen hours. It is a nine four white pages mile high pedigree. I will be watching this auction. Like a hawk to see where this goes, because I truly think this book is so undervalued. I think this this auction is going to absolutely blow up. Um, way obviously, way before the movie. Hopefully, the movie does even 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 you know blows it up even to the stratosphere, even more than that. To give you guys even a more idea how how rare this is, Action Comics number one. There are forty two copies on the census. Batman number one. hundred and twenty nine copies on the census detective comics 27 the first appearance of batman there's 35 copies on the census now you want to hit marvel just to like i always feel like dc if there's always just there's just less marvel every ice swear every time i look i look at marvel copies there's thousands of copies on the census and they sell for thousands of dollars it, it does it doesn't even compute to me tales of suspense 39 first appearance of iron man 1788 copies Hulk 181, the first full appearance of Wolverine, which is noted by CGC, 11,517 copies. X-Men number one, 3,833 copies. Amazing Spider-Man number one, 2,922 copies. And the last one, Amazing Fantasy 15, the first appearance, origin of Spider-Man, 2,215 copies. I even me looking at this list it, it I'm almost dumbfounded like seeing like how much these books go for it's like why would they pay that premium when it's like there's so many copies out there and you go on eBay there's you can just scroll for days of pages you go look for Dr. Fate i think there's one on eBay for like 60 grand and there's one here coming up on 9 for the highest graded which is, i i think it's going to go for six figures that's just me check on comic connect if you want to check it that but I, I cannot thank my buddy Dom for Dominator Comics, Dominator underscore comics on IG. And it's, he also has Dominator underscore games if you're into video game collecting because he probably is one of the best video game collections I've ever seen. Please one day sell me your Twisted Metal 2 and 9-4. But I mean, just to have this golden age grow my collection, I never in my life thought I'd have the first appearance of Dr. Fate. I'm so happy that, that I have more fun comics. 55.
0: I love how passionate you get. That's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, I when just blacked out. Back. What happened? When you go on tangents, it's my favorite thing in the world. I talk so much that when I can just sit back and listen to you get hyped on something, it's the greatest feeling. So that's how you know we've been rocking for five years. Yeah. Is when I can't stand my own voice anymore. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> Did I and I choked now? But now I can't talk. All right, everybody, that was it for episode 248. We hope to be back next week again. Maybe baby comes, so we don't know, but the plan is 249 next week. Then we'll take two weeks. Come back September 3rd with episode 250. This has been episode 248. We will most likely see you next week for episode 249.
1: Who the hell even knew Arthur was on the air?